0: Welcome to the King's College London Chaplaincy Thought for the Week podcast. A two-minute reflection on life, the universe and everything. To find out more about the chaplaincy at King's, visit our website www.kcl.ac.uk forward slash chaplaincy or find us on Facebook. Jerusalem, with perhaps Rome as its closest competitor, might be the most translated city of all time. Many of the major cities of the world have at various points imagined themselves as a new Jerusalem, and London is no exception. The small church of St Mary Woolnoth in the centre of the ancient city of London, although tiny, has huge aspirations, and if you go into it, it's a church built by Nicholas Hawksmoor, you'll see the great barley sugar columns on either side of the altar as deliberate architectural echoes of what was imagined to have been the great temple in the city of Jerusalem, London staking its claim to be a new spiritual capital. And William Blake famously asked the question, was Jerusalem builded here, recognising that the highest aspirations this city might have for itself are precisely to be a sacred capital. And yet at the same time, many Londoners, even those who love the city, like Samuel Johnson, have perceived in it the capacity to be quite the opposite of a sacred place, London, as some have called it, a place of vice, the dark obverse of the holy city. So this great metropolis is a good place in which to reflect on the sacred and to reflect on the sacred against the stark polarities of darkness and light of wealth and poverty that typically characterise the modern city. How do we make our way through it and how do we make our way through it meaningfully and in a way that might transform us? towards a better life, a better way of being, sanctity even. The Stations of the Cross are a spiritual practice that originated probably in pilgrimages to Jerusalem and subsequently in a desire to reproduce the holy places in other lands, to bring them home and set them up in one's own place of residence and sometimes within the walls of one's own place of worship. What's exciting about this project is it asks us, as Jesus did, as he followed the so-called Via Dolorosa, the way of sorrow, to traverse the city and to make this journey in some way a spiritual experience and to find in our journeying some new perspectives, both on ourselves as well as on our urban environment and the wider world into which it's so intensively plugged through its financial and commercial exchanges as well as its cultural and religious networks of relationships. The stations refer to a series of images depicting Jesus Christ on the day of his crucifixion, each associated with prayers that Christians say when contemplating the images of those moments on his journey, some of them scriptural and some of them that have been imagined later in the Christian tradition. And they're arranged in numbered order along a pathway and the faithful traditionally travel from image to image, stopping at each station to meditate. And this can be done individually or in groups. This particular journey invites reflections by artists, some of whom come from Christian traditions and some from other religious backgrounds and some from none. But in each case, they're inspired by the pattern of a journey and by the resources of the Christian tradition, which have encouraged the sense that an encounter with art as well as with religion can be personally transformative. And that's a journey of transformation to which all of those who Follow these stations during Lent and Easter are invited. We begin here in the Chapel of King's College London, where I work as Professor of Christianity in the Arts, and where we have fostered a lively set of relationships with artists and a centre for the study of art and the sacred. And this chapel was placed at the heart of what's now a great world university at its foundation precisely to mark the importance of the relationship between wisdom and holiness. Holiness and wisdom is the motto of King's College London. And there's a question mark here about how our intellectual inquiries, many of which are very utilitarian or concerned indeed with profit, can be related to the formation of people of virtue, holy people. And the chapel stands as a constant challenge and reminder of what we're doing as we pursue in all sorts of ways our various strands of knowledge. The work with which we begin this journey of Stations of the Cross here in King's College Chapel is Terry Duffy's Victim, No Resurrection, a work originally made in 1981 in response to the Brixton riots which so disturbed British society's sense of itself at that time. And in the 30 years since then, it's at various times been in storage but persistently been called out of hiding, as it were, because it so aptly seems to express a response to new sorts of social disturbance, new sorts of victimhood and new sorts of suffering. Just as the stations are a journey for us, this work itself, the beginning of our journey during this Lent, is a work that's been on a journey. It's been shown all around the world, from the artist's native city of Liverpool to Cape Town in South Africa and in the cities of Coventry and Dresden, two cities twinned by mutual destruction in World War II. And that are now focuses of the quest for reconciliation. So it's a piece that both draws to our attention suffering and social injustice around the world, but also calls for the peace which we so evidently lack. And in displaying to us the acuteness of suffering and the lack of peace, it's a call, perhaps as Picasso's Guernica once was, a work that in many ways it echoes, calls us to look for the thing that we so much need and that so evidently lack. And for that reason, although there is no resurrection directly in this image, the very lack of resurrection is part of its summons to look for something more promising than the pain of the present, experienced by those for whom hope can seem distant, if not impossible. Hung here in the apse of the King's Chapel, there is a conscious tension between what Duffy's crucifix shows us and the Victorian image behind it of the risen Christ. It opens the question of whether this figure can experience resurrection. That was Thought for the Week, brought to you by the King's College London Chaplaincy team. To contact the chaplaincy, email chaplaincy at kcl.ac.uk or to contact a chaplain on your campus, please see our website. King's College London Chaplaincy, working with God to serve the whole college community.